0: You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 285. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 285.
1: You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. (laughs) Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith.
0: Hello, governor. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where that came from. I, I don't just...
1: either. I just went with it. Yeah, I, just...
0: I, I appreciate it.
1: Just freestyling, I you just know. Love,
0: I love how you just riff, man. <laughs> oh my gosh, well, people! Hey guys, welcome to the show. I'm thrilled to bring you another edition of the Joy Junkie Show podcast, and oh yeah. we're just hitting 2019 like gangbuster style. So this week we're going to be talking about five daily happiness hacks. So mm. if you've been kind of following through what we've been doing this month. We've talked a lot about goal setting. We've talked a lot about planning for this new year. We've talked about the ways in which you can actually make sure that your goals come to fruition. And so today, we're going to kind of further expand on that and look at ways that you can infuse your daily rituals, your daily habits in such a way that it helps you kind of accomplish your goals, but really just to help you be happier. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's really what we all want. End of the day. End of the day. In game, happiness. Happiness. That's what that's we right. really want. You know, it's because when we think, oh, I want to be thinner or, oh, I want to start my own business or I want to have kids or I want this, it all comes down to how we want to feel. Yeah. It yeah. really is about that emotional current that we're hungry for. Sometimes we'll, we'll label things like, I, want, I just really want the freedom. But it's like, what does freedom give you? Happiness. Right? That's right. So we we're, we're going to dig into that at length today. But as you know, we got to we got to spice it up a little bit first before we We always
1: warm the mics up. That's right. That's right. Got to get them smoking.
0: <laughs> With a segment that we like to call
1: Would you rather? Yes, we do. And today's would you rather is, would you rather like to have the ability to change genders whenever you want? Okay. Or change your age whenever you want.
0: Ooh. Okay. Well. Stipulation. You know what I'm going to (laughs) say.
1: Stipulation is it only lasts 30 minutes. Oh. Each one.
0: Both of them only last Mm -hmm. 30 minutes? Ooh. Okay. But what am I going to say?
1: Age. Oh,
0: no, no. Oh,
1: that gender is social construct.
0: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I was like, do you not even know me? yeah i have i I have a lot of feelings about a lot of our gender being much more fluid than what we've assigned absolutely. meaning
1: to absolutely. but at the end of the day, you know,
0: if we're working under this idea of male female, yes, even though I would argue that that may be also a bit limiting, okay, I'm just saying okay, if we're if we're talking about that. I, I, I don't really see – well, it could be a benefit if, you know, you're walking in a place where – as a female, I've noticed – you know, there's times when, as I identify as a female. Yes. Uh, <laughs> as a cisgendered female, it, where I walk in different areas where I'm like, hmm, it would be nice to have, like, some brute strength. hmm So – yeah.
1: Flip a car over, you know.
0: But then that's also <laughs> under the assumption that that all you know males are extremely strong, that's and that's true. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So would I be like a small male?
1: You'd be your size male.
0: Yeah. Oh well, then that's not really gonna do much good. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely age. But
1: getting your car maintenance done, or- although. Being a man and uh, changing into a female, going to a bar, getting free drinks, or... Yeah. I mean, you know, you could go on and on with the social construct of male-female.
0: Well, I could, al- how things go, I could but- also do, you know, here's what I thought, is okay. I could I could try to bro down with a bunch of dudes and teach them about toxic masculinity oh, in 30 yeah. minutes real quick, like pretend like I'm a part of the gym, <laughs> like hanging out at the gym and be like, as soon as they... Say something that's unacceptable. Be like, hey, man, that's not cool. And I could actually start (laughs) Re-educating?
1: That's so funny. Of course you did. Of course you went there.
0: So that's what I'm thinking from that avenue. But from a place of age? Gosh. I don't... My first thought was for sure age. But now I'm thinking like, oh, I could affect a lot of change by (laughs) infiltrating the male population. And like...
1: (laughs) I love that. That's where you went. That's the kind of girl I want to be with right there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think... I think I think I would go with changing genders.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with age. I'm going to go with age. Uh, you know, I'm I'm very content with my sexuality. I don't really feel the need or the desire to be be in a position where I need to switch.
0: Yeah. Well, sexuality is very different than gender. Uh,
1: okay. Yes. So I'm happy with my gender. Yeah. How about that?
0: All irritated.
1: <laughs> I'm just like Let's just make it simple.
0: But, you know, if you changed age, you could – like, there's times that I'm like, oh, my gosh, it would be so awesome to just be, like, four years old and run around in a field. And be able to scream and yell and poop your pants? Yeah. <laughs> Not the poop. part. Hashtag
1: scream and yell and poop your pants.
0: <laughs> oh, it's trending. <laughs> oh, my word. Well, all right. So, you're going to go with age.
1: I'm going to go with age, yeah. Because so- you could change your age to whatever you wanted. Would you ever go older? Yeah, why not? Okay. Like what am I going to feel like when I'm uh 56 or 70, 66 76. or yeah, you know? Wow. Be kind of fun.
0: Yeah, that's fascinating. Well, we would love to hear what you would rather. So, cruise over to my private Facebook group. If you are not a part of this, I don't know what what's wrong with you. Just kidding.
1: <laughs> sorry, not doing.
0: sorry. I have an amazing group of people hanging out on the corner of Facebook called The Joy Junkie After Hours Club, and you can get there simply by going to thejoyjunkie.com slash club. It redirects you right over to our group, and every Monday we talk about the Would You Rather. I do Q&As live videos every single week. Tons of camaraderie, support for mm-hmm. one another. It's everybody is so beautiful to each other. It's really pretty remarkable.
1: It's a safe spot on the internet. It's, it's nice.
0: It's yeah, it's a nice little safe haven. So we would love for you to come over and obviously it's hilarious on Monday when we discuss the <laughs> would you rather. that's yeah, true. So curious about what what everybody has to say on this matter. And oh, wait. Do you hear do you hear a little something? I heard
1: it a long time ago, but I just Thought it was in my head. Oh, really? Yeah, but I do hear it. Is it coming? It's getting louder. Is it
0: coming around the mountain?
1: Maybe. We
0: interrupt this broadcast of the Joy Junkie Show to bring you this urgent free shit alert.
1: Repeat this is a free shit alert. (laughs) (laughs) Around the mountain. That's the funniest thing. I don't know how she will be coming around a mountain when, when she comes. comes. She'll
0: be coming around the mountain when she, she comes. comes. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> this is derailing. Okay, in in Literally. order to make up for that, I have two two free shits. Oh, really? Two free shits.
1: Wow, two free shits. No two. free shits. I don't give two free shits.
0: I don't give two free shits. No two free shit alerts <laughs> for you. Two freebies essentially. The first is I need to tell all of you, if you have been meaning to catch my latest workshop, totally complimentary, all about relinquishing people-pleasing, perfectionism, and self-doubt, if you've been meaning to catch that and have not, this is the last week that it is going to be available. So go to thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop, or the link will be in the show notes. You can check it out there. This is the, your last opportunity to get in on this before it is gone. Mm. This workshop is amazing. It's basically chronicles five major shifts that you need to make in order to relinquish that people pleasing or that constant concern about what everybody else thinks and their opinions and putting them in front of yourself. How to Let go of that perfectionist tendency of everything has to be perfect. Usually Mm -hmm. a lot of control is happening there and how to kind of shift out of that self-doubt place where every time you go for something new or you want to make a job change or maybe you want to get in the dating scene again and you just talk so much shit to yourself. These are the five shifts that I have found in my practice over the last 10 plus years that are the key components in getting you to that desired place of confident and happy and not so damn invested in Mm -hmm. everybody else's goddamn opinion.
1: Right. So you're saying we need to shift our shit. That's right. Is that what you're saying? Shit shifters. (laughs) Shit shifters. Just wanted to clear that up. Shit
0: (laughs) shifters.
1: Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. I think
0: that should be the name of my next class.
1: <laughs> that actually is a really good name
0: shit shifters
1: right here on this show <laughs> it's yeah alright so that is
0: freebie number one be sure to take advantage of that this week or you will be shit out of luck second item of business there is a free PDF that goes along with this episode so these five daily habits that are these happiness hacks that i'm going to be sharing with you today i've made you a little cheat sheet that can be kind of printed out in multiple copies cut up into different little into fours and then you have these little reference sheets where you can check off daily to keep yourself accountable of these habits that we're going to be chronicling today
1: that's absolutely amazing that two free shits Today. That's, That's
0: right. Wow. That particular freebie you can find on the show notes page. You'll see a, a button there to to download the freebie. And that is thejoyjunkie.com slash two eight five for this particular episode. So those are your freebies. Everything can be found in the show notes page. And I truly hope you enjoy. I'm trying to set you guys up as best as I can for the new year so that you're
1: get that success going. Taking
0: ass and taking names. All right, so let's talk about. Some of these happiness hacks, like what are some of these daily habits that we can do every single day? Well, first of all, I want to talk a little bit about how we create change in our world. Many times when we embark on new goals that we are setting up for the new year, what we don't realize is a lot of times we are depending on willpower. The problem with willpower is a couple of things. First of all, it's a part of our conscious mind. So our conscious mind is actually 12% of our brain. Hmm. 88% of our brain is our subconscious mind. Wow. So our subconscious mind holds all of our beliefs, our values, the things that we care the most about. It's a lot of where we store those deep-seated ideas about ourselves that we – don't really like to look at all the time, but it's actually infiltrating much of our conscious life. The other thing to know about willpower is that it is just like a muscle in the sense that it can fatigue. We only have enough threshold in each day for our willpower. So that's why you could be eating really healthy, let's say, all day. You wake up feeling empowered. I'm going to stick to all of my New Year's resolutions. But then by the end of the day, after you've had you've been taxed a little bit and you've had maybe a, a rough expenditure of energy dealing with the people at the office or whatnot, you get home. And even though you've had great willpower throughout the day, it has become fatigued. And you get to this point where you're like, ah, fuck it. Give me that drink or give me that cake or I'm going to skip my workout. Mm-hmm. Because willpower – operates in that conscious mind. So it's already trumped by any deep belief that you have around. I always give up. I don't deserve to accomplish my dreams. I'm not enough. All of that stuff will already override. You
1: got to shift that shit first.
0: And supersede your willpower because it's just stronger and willpower fatigues. And especially towards the end of the day. So if willpower does not work, then what that means is you do need to be compassionate with yourself when you fail. Because a lot of times we go, w- gosh, I know what I'm supposed to do. Why am I not doing it? A lot of that has to do with some sort of deep belief that you're holding on to that's in opposition to what you're trying to accomplish. Interesting. So I talk about that a lot more in depth in that workshop. So if you're curious about that, please be sure to check that out this week or you will miss out. And I talk m- much more about how that relates to, you know, I know I should think I'm enough, but I don't really. Right. right? right. Like in my head, I know that I'm a valuable person, but why don't I feel that? We call that cognitive dissonance where there's two kind of opposing forces in your brain and one wins, right? So what we have to do with regards to our daily habits is we have to create something that is conditional, that we do every single day that's habitual, that's starting to rewire those pathways in our brain so that we can kind of go, okay, you know, this is the new way. This is the thing this that, I, that I'm that i going to be doing every single day. Mm-hmm. This is my new norm. But that doesn't happen without repetition. So the, the next thing that I wanted to mention about this too is that we need it on our radar. We need it on our radar every single day. So there's a reason why. If you don't listen to an empowering podcast every single day, you have a shit day. There's a reason why. If you just kind of piecemeal your personal development together, you're not making any headway. A lot of times it's what I call collecting. You collect a bunch of personal development, but you don't do the actual field work. So today I'm going to talk about specific field work items that you can do over and over and over again with repetition in order to create some of these new neural pathways in the brain that lead to your happiness. Now, this is not one size fits all, and this is going to fix everything. There's definitely other components that follow suit, but this shit surely is going to help you. It's definitely going to put you in the right direction. That's awesome. So when you go to the slash 285 and get your freebie worksheet for this week, you're going to see that there is a breakdown of five habits. The first one is, I spoke my truth even though I was scared. Oh, wow. So you get to mark this off on your daily checklist. Nice. If you spoke up about something, anything, and you did it with grace and kindness, so, this does not get to get checked off if you flew off the handle and went ape shit on someone. Okay. <laughs> Customer
1: service at Walmart.
0: Now, that is commendable if you've always been quiet. But what we want to start conditioning is you allowing yourself to give voice to things without feeling as though you need to fight about it and be super combative or put somebody else down. This is when you maybe decline taking on another project. Yeah. When your boss is asking you to do something and you know, it's going to send you into full on burnout. So you say, Oh my gosh, thank you so much for thinking of me. I have to be really honest with you. I am truly at my, at my limit. And I really want to come through for you. And I feel like if I took that on, that I inevitably would let you down. I just don't feel like I have the bandwidth. Something like that, where you are actually speaking up for yourself. This could also be a situation where maybe you're at the office, or maybe you're around a bunch of other parents or something like that, and they make a joke about something that you find offensive. Or maybe they make an assumption that you uh, subscribe to the same political or religious affiliation, and you feel like by being silent, you're kind of being complicit. I oftentimes will say, "Do not let your silence make you a liar." Okay, the, those are the instances where it's time to speak your truth, and it doesn't have to be a big old conversation. You can say something very minimally, like, "You know what? I actually, I actually don't share that opinion," or, "You know, I'm sure you would not have realized this, but." I I don't agree with that or I don't believe in that or I actually don't go to that church or I I didn't vote for that candidate or I find that highly offensive. I don't need to get in a big conversation about it, but I just want you to know I'm I'm not grouped in. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. I mean, you don't need to go crazy. So number one, you get to check off that box if you spoke your truth even though you were scared. This could also be something like asking for a raise Hmm. or telling your partner something that has been on your mind. Like, man, I really want to go back to school and I'm terrified of what they're going to say. Or there's been something that's been really bothering me about one of their habits or something like that, where you know you need to speak up and you've been quiet because you're scared. And underneath all of that, is that, again, that subconscious message of everybody else matters more than me. So this is a huge step in claiming your worth. Giving voice to things starts to claim your worth. It puts a stake in that ground. Now, as you go through these little checklists, make it a goal of yours to check off one a day, at least one a day. If you can do more, great. But I don't want you to go, okay, it's only a good day if I did all five. (laughs) No, it's a good day if you did anything amazing in service of you. How many are on that list? Or just five.
1: Five? Oh, yeah, 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 duh.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's okay.
1: I was thinking like you could make a, a bingo sheet out of it or some kind of game where you, you x off and like if you got three X's or, you know.
0: You could totally do that. You x could take the items and put them into a bingo bingo sheet and give yourself some sort of reward. Whatever, whatever works for you, honor how you operate best. But for all of my recovering perfectionists out there, I forbade you.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: To only allow yourself to celebrate if you get all five. Do you hear me? Mm -hmm. It is a success if you do just one, okay? And you need to acknowledge yourself as such because holding on with that death grip of perfectionism is doing you no good, all right? So we got number one. Number two, I said no to something I really didn't want to do or I said yes to something I really did want to do.
1: Nice. That's a great one.
0: This is where you would have normally caved and made somebody else more important. So, for instance, if a coworker asked you to take on something, or if a friend asked you to come to a party or go to an event, but you knew that you were going to be exhausted that day and what you really needed to do was go home and take a bath and go to sleep early. But you're going, gosh, I don't want them to think I don't like them or that I don't want to hang out or blah, blah, blah. that you
1: can't party like you used to or
0: (laughs) – Stop. (laughs) So that's a situation where, gosh, you feel such this obligation, but you're going to say no – But you're going to politely decline and say something like, thank you so much for thinking of me. Unfortunately, I'm not able to make it. Please invite me next time. Or give them a counter offer and say, I'm not able to make it. But what about getting dinner on Friday night? Doing some sort of alternative if you can't make it, as long as that's something that you really want to do. Sure, you don't yeah. get to counter offer with another obligation. Now, this could also be saying yes to something you really do want to do. So for instance, this could be saying yes to putting yourself first. That's just another way to reframe it. For instance, you might say yes to eating lunch by yourself so that you can do a little bit of meditation or read instead of. Going out with some of your coworkers. Huh. So you're switching what you're saying yes to. So you would be saying no to them, saying yes to yourself. But where I really yeah. want you to look is disrupting your norm. Where is your normal gut response to make everybody else happy? Hmm. That's where I want you to challenge yourself. Okay. Where can you stand more strongly in service of yourself? and self-care, and taking care of what you need to do in order of, gosh, I hope I make everybody else happy. I hope that is really clear. Because there are going to be times when saying yes feels amazing to you, like saying yes to delivering meals to a homeless shelter, or something like that, where being of service really lights your spirit on fire, or maybe saying yes to helping a friend move. What I want you to check in with is Am I pushing myself to the limit? Am I saying yes at a severe cost? So I hope that that's clear. That's when you get to mark this off, where it was something where you pushed yourself a little bit to stand strong in the best decision for yourself. All right, so number one, I spoke my truth, even though I was scared. Number two, I said no to something I really didn't want to do or yes to something I really did want to do. And that could also be something you don't allow yourself. For instance... I never let myself play Candy Crush for an hour because I beat myself up and tell myself that I'm so fucking lazy, Mm. right? Like where you don't ever allow yourself to have downtime. Now, that's different than I'm going to veg out for hours upon hours. I'm just saying, are there those times when you you just don't – give yourself permission to actually unwind or do what you really need to do to take care of yourself. Number three, I spoke kindly to myself today. This is extra bonus points if you caught your negative self-talk in the moment. So let's say you're looking in the mirror and you notice that you start picking apart your body or the lines around your eyes or you're mad that your knees are bothering you or whatever it might be. You catch yourself and go, no, I'm not going down that route. We are committed to healing. And you switch your commentary.
1: Yes. I or like you it.
0: say something like, I'm exploring what confidence in my body looks like. Something I'm, that
1: you believe. Yeah.
0: Right. Because again, we don't want to create that cognitive dissonance where we go, I I just cannot believe that. So this one, very, very simple. I want you to notice any of those moments where you've been really negative to yourself and see if there's a way that you can switch it. I'm sure you've heard this before from other self-help professionals Think about if you were to hear a child or your best friend talk about themselves in that way, what would you say to them? Mm-hmm. You might even say something like, hey, honey, don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> yeah. Or focus on all the beauty that is in you, how hard you work today, or how much you accomplished, or that you're, you survived today, (laughs) even though it was tough, even though it was challenging. That is kind to yourself. So it can be a pep talk. It can be encouragement. It can be affirmations. It can be progressive language. Like you're on your way. Listen, I know you've got a lot of goals going on. You are going to accomplish them. We are not going down that rabbit hole of negative self-talk. Let's focus on what we do want. Anything like that is much more empowering. All right? So I spoke kindly to myself. Number four, I was intentional about who I surrounded myself with. Ooh, it's a big one. This is all about community. This is about your tribe. This is about the people in your world who either build you up or not. Mm -hmm. Now, this could be even as simple as I'm in a home environment, let's say, and my roommate is really negative, or my partner or a family member is is really negative or derogatory, and I chose to go for a walk instead of hang out with them. I chose to work on a project or read a book or go to the gym or do something in my room instead of engaging and colluding in the behavior that I used to employ. This is about also taking a little bit of an inventory around the closest people in your world. Are the people that you spend the most time with building you up? Are they championing your best life? Or do they make your job a shit ton harder? Right. Something that I've often said is my best friends, you know, Mr. Smith, my- Oh, me? (laughs) Yes, you. My coach, the people in my life, they don't make me a better person but they sure as fuck make my job a lot easier. Okay.
1: Nice.
0: Could I be an amazing person even though I had like a horrible partner? Sure, I could. It would just be a shit ton a lot harder. harder. Yeah. So let's set yourself up for success. Take a little inventory. Are you even working with people who maybe you don't have to go on a break with them or you don't have to eat lunch with them or maybe you could get assigned to a different project. Is there anything that you could do to not surround yourself with somebody who is really negative bonus points in this one? If you actually set up a boundary, if you actually say, Hey, you know, I know we used to talk shit about our bodies a lot, and I'm really trying to focus on getting into better shape or, you know, just not being so mean to myself. What do you think about if we try to catch each other? Talking shit on our bodies and just change it. It's switch a different kind
1: it. of collusion, right?
0: Exactly, like colluding in a in a positive way, yeah, right? Yeah, right? So if you're able to do that, honey, you get to check off that I spoke my truth, even though I was scared. Box as well, nice. But keep tabs on who's in my environment. What can I do? Are there any boundaries that I might need to establish? And. Who are the people in my world who I might need to reach out to for support? So let's say you live in a home environment that's really uncomfortable, or let's say you work in a a job where you're surrounded by really negative people, or the work itself is really trying. Can you set yourself up with a weekly call with a coach or a therapist or a best friend that you could debrief your day with, or a way that you could connect daily or weekly something like that that just makes you manage some of that negativity a little bit easier it's like calling in your reinforcements
1: yeah that's great i just keep getting this image of a basket of fruit and one fruit starts to decompose yep and it causes all the rest of them to decompose yep you know like having the ripe fruit around you and not the decaying fruit around you Yep. Because then you get a little
0: soft spot and then the soft spot gets worse. (laughs) That's right. That's right.
1: Spreads like a bacteria. So
0: get around those positive fruits, (laughs) those healthy fruits. All right. So we've got number one, I spoke my truth. Number two, I said no. Number three, I spoke kindly to myself. Number four, I was intentional about who I surrounded myself with. And number five, I chose healthy behaviors that made me feel good. Nice. This one could probably be accomplished by steering clear of social media. Mm, man. <laughs> uh, for so many of us, social media can be a massive trigger. I can't tell you how many times I hear this. So that is a behavior, choosing to log on to Facebook and just dicking around for hours – comparing yourself to people on the internet or that you went to high school with. Or maybe you're on Instagram and you follow a bunch of fitness people, but it makes you feel like shit every time you see that. Or maybe it's business professionals and they're talking about all of their successes and how to make six figures while taking a shit in two, just in two minutes. And you're going, eh, I'm never going to get my business off the ground. If it makes you feel awful, that's a behavior to cut out. My best friend always talks about how there was a magazine or a Victoria's Secrets magazine that she would get the catalog to her house, oh, right. and it always made her feel awful. It was really triggering, so she had to unsubscribe from that. That's a behavior. That's something that you can control. All right. Yep. It could even be something that is. You know, uh, I think Mr. Smith and I shared that we're doing a kind of like a alcohol experiment for oh, yeah? the month of. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, get on board, it. Mr. Smith. <laughs> but that is definitely a healthy behavior that we choose every single day is to not put alcohol in our system. It could be as simple as today I flossed my teeth, and that's something that I'm really trying to work on. Or today I opted for. The kale instead of the candy that was being passed around at the office. It could be something like choosing to read or listening to an audiobook. Something like that that feels like a healthy behavior for you. And it might also permeate some of this other stuff. It could be something related to how you speak to yourself, who you surrounded yourself with. It could be related to diet, exercise. It could be educational that you decided to watch educational videos on YouTube to learn about something you're fascinated about instead of some sort of mindless entertainment, whatever you deem as a healthy behavior, that will give you a mark in that particular habit. Now, make sure that it's a habit that you are wanting to instill or it's something that you do that you want to reinforce as a behavior as a habit so maybe something you newly picked up that you want to make sure that it's something that happens daily Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah 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 so if if it's let's say meditation you can definitely mark that off each day if you're if you've been meditating but you want to continue to meditate
1: yes I see it doesn't have to be a
0: brand new behavior it could be something that you just want to recognize for yourself and embed that into your subconscious All right, so here we've got five daily happiness hacks. Let's review. Number one, I spoke my truth even though I was scared. Number two, I said no to something I really did not want to do or yes to something I really did want to do. Number three, I spoke kindly to myself. Number four, I was intentional about who I surrounded myself with. Number five, I chose healthy behaviors that made me feel good. I want to say one other thing that I just thought of with being intentional about who you surround yourself with. Number four, you could also even do something where you put your headphones in, in a situation, maybe where you're at work or at the gym where you know there's somebody who always wants to talk shit or wants to talk shit about somebody else in the office or something like that, or with your kids. You know, your kids. Oh, I
1: can't hear you. Yeah.
0: Like, oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not online. Sorry. (laughs) Bye. But I just thought that might be something that's useful for you guys. If if you're like I cannot be away yeah. from Sally Joe, who's always trying to talk shit. Sally jo. Maybe you can try a, a little adversion there. You're a true southerner. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, Lord help us! <laughs> Bless her heart. Bless your little heart. Bless my little heart. Oh my gosh! All right, guys. Well, lots of freebies in store for you today. After hours community, come hang out. Make sure you check out the workshop. So that you can figure out these five shifts that will help you with the self-doubt, perfectionism, and people-pleasing. And don't forget to grab your daily cheat sheet for these particular habits that you are going to kill in 2019. So I'm hoping this this has been an awesome episode for you. Any other things you wanted to throw in the mix, baby?
1: No, I don't think so. I think I'm good.
0: All right. Yeah. Sweet. All right, guys, so we will see you around these parts next week. Here is to loving and living your most badass life.
1: Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out.